Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. This week, we are discussing Love is Blind Season 2 and The After Party on Apple Plus. And Apple TV Plus? Wow, I hate that. I I know I'm repetitive because I always say how much I hate it, but I just remembered how much I hate it. It's just so clunky. Like, they really used up Apple TV on the actual smart TV item (laughs) they made. When now we have to have Apple TV Plus. It's just... Uh Uh-huh. It's just too many words. And while we're on the topic, I think that their app is really terrible. I don't know how it is for you. Do they have an Apple TV Plus app for your Google thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I have one, but it is also awful. So you even have an Apple TV and it's not good? Yes, like it's really hard to find things and like nothing's really in a good order and things that I would assume would be right there on the homepage like aren't. It's really weird. Um, Mine, it was really easy to like pick up, like continue watching. But Mm -hmm. what I noticed is that um, one time an an episode ended and the credits started and I almost, I, I accidentally pressed any button on my remote and I lost the option to like view next episode and so I had to like go all the way back go back into the series and put it on the episode and that made me really annoyed so don't make Jordan annoyed when she's watching tv I just apple products are known for their being user-friendly yes it's true so why is this so hard um one other grievance I'd like to air about apple tv they need to make short intros for their shows. The morning show, Ted Lasso, and the after party all have pretty long, and they have a skip intro button, which is good, but they're mm-hmm. long. They're like a minute and they're a half. They're very long. They're really pretty and cool, yeah. I will say. Like, artistically, I think they're really cool. And I probably wouldn't skip them if they were about 30 seconds shorter. Yes. It's. Every time when I, when I press skip intro and then it takes me to like two and a half minutes in, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What is this, a movie? It's a little okay, too much. And me, I'm sorry that this is turning into just like an Apple TV plus <laughs> um, airing of grievances, but also something I noticed while watching this and another show is that it would be like a black screen for like a full, like almost minute sometimes. And I had to like fast forward because I was like wait is it paused and it was like no it was going it's really it was really weird it's it's very strange every time I'm surprised when I watch an Apple TV show and it's like there's something weird Tim Cook help us out please please Tim we know you're listening (laughs) (laughs) all right TV news this week I'll start us off um, the, I think you should leave creators, Tim Robinson and Zach Kanan are working on a new project called computer school. And apparently it follows a high school graduate and his uncle who's played by Tim Robinson. And they go to the same computer class in like a suburban <laughs> area of Michigan. <laughs> and, um, it apparently was initially sold to Hulu but then they passed, and so HBO Max picked it up, and 
sounds hilarious to me. I'm into it. I'm laughing already. I'm really glad that you had those deets because I, I saw that um, Tim Robinson is all I knew was that he is like making an HBO Max show. I didn't know any of the plot, and that is funny. That's so. Even, I mean, the <laughs> title is even making me laugh a little bit before. You said what it really was about. Computer school. <laughs> That's just funny. Uh, I agree. He's hilarious. I'm so excited. A trailer for Russian Doll Season 2 dropped today. Um, did I watch it with sound on? No. But it looks trippy. Um, it didn't really reveal anything um, that I could tell. Um, did they tell us the date? Yeah. April 20th. Or 20th. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, very soon. Russian Doll just kind of feels like, like, we know they keep dropping little announcements about season two, but it kind of felt like it was kind of this forgotten show. So I'm happy. You'll have to send me that trailer so I can watch it. I will. Okay. Phoebe Waller-Bridge is making a new series for Amazon, um, and we don't actually know what the series is, but... Um, it's supposed to go into production this year, and even if I have no idea what it is, I'm already excited. Mm-hmm. Her name is the magic password. Truly. Um, Pam Anderson is making a documentary about her life uh, for Netflix, clearly in response to the Pam and Tommy series. Also, I saw today that now she's also joining the Broadway cast of Chicago, the musical. <laughs> I saw that too. Um, not really TV news, but you know, interesting. <laughs> um, she has been like publicly not a fan of. Well, I don't know. She just hasn't. She has either not really made comment or has been kind of like, she wasn't really willing to work with. The creators of the Hulu series, and so I'm. I it's it's cool that now there's going to be a documentary of about her through like via her, you know. Yeah, I think it. Uh, I think she said that she doesn't plan to on watching the series, and I know that like, um, Lily James was like shocked to hear that she wasn't working with them on the series, and so she wanted to like make her proud. And I'm very. I've been watching the series. Uh, Pam and Tommy and honestly it puts her in a very good light and so I'm very interested to see how the documentary is and kind of what's different um and yeah I'm I'm intrigued um oh American Crime Story Impeachment uh is going to be on Hulu today (laughs) A.K.A. Monday, February, March 7th. Checks the calendar. And <laughs> um, heads up for anyone listening who didn't have access to watch it previously because it was very hard to watch. Um, you should watch it and go back and listen to our episode about it that we released a while ago. Yes. We had to basically become hackers to watch it. Yes. So you might as well watch it so you can listen to our episode and... Make it all worth the while. <laughs> all <laughs> worth all of our hard work. Um, this is relevant to my interests. 
50 this is 50 percent relevant to my interests and it is that okay my um boyfriend skylar astin is just recently <laughs> cast in um gray's anatomy so guess which is the 50 percent that i'm interested <laughs> in in that news <laughs> i'm interested to know if you're gonna watch it um no <laughs> not likely um but they really are trying they keep casting people that like i said are relevant to my interest yeah like we we i feel like we have a news item about them at least once every like three weeks yeah which like if it weren't relevant to our interests we wouldn't share it right it's like it's kind of like we're doing a bit at this point where it's like yeah breaking news read all about it actually trolling us yeah really though shonda She's not happy with our review of Inventing Anna, so she's trying to get me back, I guess. <laughs> um, have you seen anything about the new HBO Max show called Minx that stars Jake Johnson? What's his name from New Girl? Nick Miller. Yes. <laughs> um, I actually did see like an ad for this and it looks from the I didn't really research anything else but I was excited to see Jake Johnson and I saw yeah, that it's like I, about the founding of Playgirl magazine I think so yes the trailer looks very good and Jake Johnson seems like he's really good in it I'm yeah. excited about it I was just thinking about what why, why was I oh I was thinking about him because I was scrolling through shows for top three ideas Mm. And I was like, wow, Jake Johnson. And then I was, I forgot that I had just seen him on my phone screen recently. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. Wow. What a, I just love when I add something so relevant to the conversation (laughs) such as that, but it's just, it's just true. I did. I was thinking about him fondly. That's how it is. I didn't recognize the lead girl in the trailer i forgot i was actually thinking about researching who she was and i forgot to so this is a good reminder. yeah me neither actually it's a good reminder we'll get on that yeah all right our top three this week has to do with uh the after party but we want to talk about love is blind first so we'll get to our top three in a in a bit um love is blind season two on netflix Jordan, what were your overall feelings? Um, I thought it was another strong, weird, wild season of a really, really weird and entertaining reality show. <laughs> I was I was into it, especially I think I always forget like the commercials are all they can only show the pods because they can't really reveal who is who proposes to who and stuff, you know. But the pods mm-hmm. are the least interesting part to me. Once they get out of the pods and the, it's like someone that you felt so strongly about in the, not the real world and then you have to be in the real world with them, that's when it gets really interesting and compelling to me personally. How did you feel about it? Yeah, I completely agree. I was I like breezed through the pod episodes and by breezed through I mean I had them on but I was not paying attention to them like at all. Um, but I was definitely more invested once they got to Mexico. Um, I didn't, I enjoyed watching this season. I 
did have a harder time really like rooting for any of the couples honestly like I felt like they kind of gave all of them like a bad edit like I don't know Mm. if I was supposed to like really be into like any of them or think that any of them had like a healthy thriving relationship that is such a good point and I think I agree with you but I almost I almost enjoyed that more because it felt like this is what would really happen if you went on a reality show and tried (laughs) to marry someone you just met you know because it was like kind of I felt like it was kind of all very dark like (laughs) I was very concerned actually for a lot of the couples like oh no and I I don't know if I just got suckered into like the magic of television and stuff but I I felt like um I felt like the couples were had were having like genuine reactions and I felt like I really felt like I was watching like this is what it would be like if like mm-hmm. to really like I uh nothing none of it really felt staged to me and so I don't know if they got better or what but I was I was pretty into it because I really was worried about like the psyches and the futures of these poor poor <laughs> people <laughs> it's funny though because I do feel like especially in the finale or the reunion episode like Almost the entire cast, except for, like, one person and the hosts, Nick and Vanessa, were um, kind of, like, have this show as, like, um, it's, like, we believe in it. It's kind of, like, not culty, but kind of reminds me of, like, a, like, kind of MLM situation where it's, like, we know you won't believe this until you, like, experience Mm. it for yourself. But, like, love is real and love is blind. Yes. Kind of thing. (laughs) That, well, I, it's part of that that is so true is how they refer to it as the experiment. Like, they never call yes. it this show. They never really talk about it as a TV show. They talk about it as an experiment. They say the experiment. And it's, like, kind <laughs> of weird because maybe if that were the title of the show, that would be better. But it feels mm-hmm. odd when the show is called Love is Blind. And sometimes they say that, but they really say the experiment in quotes way more. That's a really, really good point. Yeah, it's true. Hmm. hmm. But yeah, I would recommend watching this season, especially because the the reunion episode is truly a train wreck. I, I gasped like a lot of times, mostly because of one particular person, but not not even just them. Like there were a lot of moments where I was just like, oh, my gosh, like my stomach was clenched, you know? <laughs> I was very shocked by um Nick and Vanessa. Like I was going I actually almost tweeted this but then I didn't. But like for the whole season of the show I was like how much did they get paid to do this because they basically have to show up like twice and then that's it. <laughs> mhm. But then when they got to the reunion I was like oh this is where the money's at. <laughs> they and they put in work in that reunion. <laughs> yeah, they did. And they probably should have been trained a little bit more, in my opinion, for the, that kind of a situation. Mm-hmm. I felt like they were letting... They needed Andy Cohen to, like, come in and give them some lessons, I feel like. but Wow, yeah. Um, to handle those kinds it was, of fireworks. Yeah. It was still some fun, entertaining chaos, that's for sure. 
And might I suggest stalking all of them on Instagram after you watch because that's half of the entertainment, in my opinion. Totally. Totally. Which season would you say you preferred? I personally kind of preferred season two because it felt uh, it felt a little more real somehow. But mm-hmm. I but I I've heard arguments that season one is better, though, too. I think I would say season one. I think um, season two, like I mentioned, it was just like hard to root for any of them. And it felt like every single interview was a person talking about like, oh, this really, 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 really toxic thing happened. And it's like the biggest red flag. But I still love them. (laughs) And it was just like all of them trying to like convince themselves that they like loved this person and it was just like really hard for me to watch because I was just like no and I felt like there was a little bit less of that in season one um but they were both equally entertaining yeah I I guess I actually do like that they were pretty different from each other Mm mm-hmm um there you have it love is blind season two we had fun. The couples on it might not have, but we did. <laughs> uh. All right. Uh, the After Party, which is streaming on Apple TV+, Plus, is an eight-episode series. Do you want to give us a brief synopsis i feel like we've talked about this show so many times in news so we Mm -hmm. had to watch it yes so okay the after party it centers around a high school reunion and specifically an after party that happens after the high school reunion (laughs) and at this after party a murder occurs someone murders dave franco which is in (laughs) all the commercials i don't think that's a spoiler and So the cops come and they are questioning everyone at this after party and it ends up becoming about like high school memories and most of the episodes are each um, telling someone's report in a different way of what happened that night, the events of the night, basically. Kind of a, that's kind of a difficult concept to explain. Yeah, it's true. And there isn't, like, a lot of shows like that, I feel like. No, I think it was... I hadn't really watched a show like this before. Especially, like, a comedy. A comedy approach to solving a murder. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for our top three, we are saying... um, Our top three kind of high school superlatives of, like, TV characters we would have love to have in our high school um who would be our class president who would be our friend that we make music with and (laughs) becomes more famous than us maybe yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then our unrequited crush so uh jordan you go first maybe just name all three okay that sounds great um, my class president, it's actually funny because the two I was narrowing it down between share a name, which I thought was kind of fun. <laughs> fun. Um, 
And where I landed was, I said Schmidt from New Girl. That's why I was lingering on New Girl earlier. Ooh, yes. Great Um, answer. Yeah, I feel like he's very, um, like, kind of business-minded. I can can just see Schmidt on New Girl, like, running for some sort of student body office. As Tug Romney? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That's, like, the most iconic Schmidt plotline for sure. I know. Um, I say it all the time. I can never not bring up Tug. It's hilarious. Um, And my backup was Kimmy Schmidt, so that's why... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was trying to think of someone else who had a Schmidt. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, those, those, so those, she could be the vice president maybe. If she'd actually gone to like normal high school, because as we know, <laughs> she didn't get the chance. Um, As for someone I would form a band with or some kind of music venture, I was trying, I was like, okay, who is someone that is like definitely cooler than I was in high school? And maybe could branch out, go solo successfully. I said Rue from Euphoria. Okay. Um, I was going to say she doesn't really do music in the show, but I mean, Zendaya, Rue, I'm sure Rue has a beautiful singing voice. <laughs> um, it is Zendaya after all. And I, mean, I feel like she really could use a different outlet than drugs. That's true. Maybe this could be her way out of the drug life yeah now feels like an appropriate time to really quick say um they released the song from the season finale of <laughs> euphoria and um zendaya i should have said elliot i should have said elliot should have said elliot dang it um but it's shorter which i think is hilarious that the sh- the like released version is shorter than the version that was in the show Oh my um, gosh! And Zendaya sings in it on it too, and it's actually very good. So I'm glad they. Did I'm that. definitely, I'm definitely going to listen to it. I think out of context of being held captive to just <laughs> watch this on TV while I'm like waiting for other exciting things to happen, I think I'll probably love it. Yeah, especially with as, as a duet. Um, for my unrequited crush, I was trying to think of who's a character that is like similar to all the boys that I had crushes on in high school all Mm -hmm. of which were unrequited by the way (laughs) sadly (laughs) and I landed on um Zach Braff's character in Scrubs JD he's smart and he's like cute in like kind of a goofy way and he's just kind of like a smart ass you know he's funny and Mm -hmm. goofy and checked all the boxes wow love it but he'd be an idiot not to like you back. Thank you. All right. My class president, I said Emily from Emily in Paris. Brilliant. She wow. would just have the marketing down so like she would have been easily elected, you know? Oh, yeah. Imagine her posters. Yeah, they would have been great. So good. And we, she could come up with so many fun like uh, class events that mm-hmm. were like very out of the box. Totally. Um, my bandmate, I also chose someone from Euphoria and I chose Kat because I feel like we would get along really well in high school, but she Mm -hmm. clearly is on the trajectory to like be way cooler than I ever could. And just like, (laughs) I really do feel like she could be famous. 
Also, you would be, I think, a better friend for her than just kind of the Maddie, the Maddie and Cassie of it all. It's just, it's just too much. Thank you. I agree. I agree. She deserves more attention. Uh huh. Um, and then for my unrequited crush, I also was looking at like who, what kind of crushes I had in high school and. Sadly, I was like a little bit of a bad boy kind of girl and also like I could help help them and save them kind of girl. Interesting. I mean, you did. I know your favorite Baxter boy was AJ. So that tracks. <laughs> exactly. That tracks. And so I chose Vince Har- uh, Howard from um, Friday Night Lights, a.k.a. Oh, um, oh my gosh. What's his name? <laughs> I don't even want to tell you. Michael B. Jordan. (laughs) I got it. It's Michael B. Jordan. Um, Also because he would have been like the new guy. And Mm -hmm. yeah. Also, he did have a heart of gold. He wasn't only a bad boy. No, he also was nice. And that's that's what I always fall for. Your kryptonite. Wow. Mm -hmm. I always like the nerds. (laughs) (laughs) i was more of a nerdy a nerdy boy type of gal i like that about you to each their own (laughs) i know that we both had a hard time kind of narrowing this down and figuring out how to approach it but i think i feel great about our choices so this would be i feel like we could have made like this would the cast of the after party is a plus our favorite people but this would also be a good cast. Just saying. I agree. Maybe for season two. I could see them picking up another season of this and just doing a completely new cast and story. Maybe. Yeah, like almost White Lotus style yeah. vibes. Yeah. All right. What were your your thoughts on the after party as a whole? I felt like kind of complicated about it, but it ended happily for me. I, it was a little hard for me to get into, which really surprised me because like we were just saying, we've talked about this show a lot. We've been kind of hype, hyped for this show because the cast is like suspiciously our favorite kind of niche people. John Early, number one, Ike Barinholtz is another funny, like kind of, um, not uh, kind of obscure casting um but it kind of it took a second for it to click for me I felt I wasn't laughing very much I didn't feel like there were that many jokes it was a lot of setup which kind of makes sense because it's it's a complicated concept like we were also just saying but I I do feel like it really stuck the landing I feel like the second half of the show really picked up for me and I finally felt like invested in the characters and the mystery of it all and um so I ended up liking it but it was kind of slow going for me at the beginning yeah I agree um I was just so shocked that it wasn't sticking for me because I really truly love like all the characters like the main characters are all of our favorite people from like various shows and except for there's a character named Indigo who looks like Anna Delvey, and I was just so confused why she was there the whole time, and I was, like, extremely upset about it. Like, I'm still really confused as to why she was there. She, like, didn't really get her own episode. She had, like, a little bit at the very beginning, and they, like, 
told her side of the story, but it didn't have anything to do with anything. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. It well, and I feel like they had some really funny character. Like for example, uh, Walt, the flea bag guy. Mm-hmm. He was the. It was like he his uh character was the perfect kind of like side character that like, and I feel like um there were a lot of really funny punchlines that they used him for. So they didn't really need another character that was like on the side like that. Agree. Yes. I did love every single line that came out of John Early's mouth and I wish we had more of him. And then I also kind of wish I wish we would have had more Dave Franco. I know he died, but anytime he was in the flashbacks, I really actually enjoyed him. Mhm. He um, really did. He really went for it with that character. He was very funny and he had a because a lot of the characters um when they had flashbacks of them in high school they were good about like this is clearly the same person like they were pretty similar and his had the most change from high school to present day Mm -hmm. and he really like committed to both sides of that it was good yeah i agree so yeah i i mean i did i Probably similarly to you, Jordan, I did end up liking it a little bit more in the end. And I'm glad I watched it. It was, there were definitely some funny parts. And again, just like seeing all my friends was worth it to me. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's hard to really say, like, if I would recommend this to anyone. I mean, I recommend it to people who love all these people who are in it. But that's probably maybe it. I don't know. What do you think? I would I think I would still recommend it because I do appreciate the creativity. It does a lot of um cool stuff with genre. Like there's one where there's straight up musical numbers and like the Ike Barinholtz episode is like an action. It's like you're watching like a spy or a movie or Fast and Furious or something like that. So I still think that if you're intrigued by this at all, I think you should give it a try. And like Taylor said, if you like there's going to be someone you love in this show. Like Alana, uh, Alana Glazer's in it, which I actually would say maybe her episode was kind of disappointing to me because I think it was trying to kind of be like a, almost like a true crime episode of a TV show. And I felt like that, those tropes were kind of, those didn't really stick for me. And I was yeah, sad because I love her. needed more depth. Yes. I kind of even forgot about her character, which I was sad because she's such a funny actress. I would de- I would say I would still recommend this to people. Um, I wouldn't say it's joke heavy, which I think that was part of why it was hard for me to connect with at first because I had expectations of this being very like laugh out loud funny and it wasn't really what I got from the show, but I still think it was good and I, I respected what they were doing. Okay, that's a good point, and I feel like I'm actually changing my tune listening to you because maybe it was me. Maybe it was the fact that I went into it with expectations that it was going to be like an LOL comedy when it really wasn't Um, because it's true. I did like that every episode, although it could get a little bit repetitive with every person kind of explaining their viewpoint of the night. Um, there were still always like really funny things to like notice that were different. And like, if you're paying attention, it was fun. Also, there's so many, like on top of the stacked cast, there's a lot of like really fun cameos, like Channing Tatum is in it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And 
it's so funny yeah. and random. Um, I so, almost appreciate it a little more now that we're discussing it, actually. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel, actually. Um, I also... The, it's all... Well, Taylor knows I harp on this and, and fixated. I, I got over it as it went on and we got <laughs> to know the characters better. But all of these actors are supposed to have graduated high school in 2006. And they didn't even try... Maybe that's part of the joke, but they didn't even try to make some of them look young enough to... I mean, that is one year older than me. And I feel like I look like... a the six-year-old girl playing Ike Barinholtz's daughter next to Ike Barinholtz. Like, no offense to him. Weirdly, one of my favorite actors. I love him, but, like, he looked so much older than most of the people there. Like, but I got over it as it went on. But since it was 2006, they did a really good job of having music from the 2000s, like things that really would have been playing at a high school party in 2006. And so those totally. kinds of things were really fun. Also, I while we're talking about kind of the flashback, the probably my two favorite episodes were the two flashback episodes. One that was them in high school and one that was going through Tiffany Haddish, who's the cop that's questioning everybody. I really I was really interested and intrigued in um really into her flashback episode about kind of her whole background mm-hmm. um those were two of my favorite episodes as well yeah they were good really good and i'm kind of surprised on imdb um it has a 7.2 rating which is a little bit higher than i was expecting it to have so again i've changed my tune a little bit but maybe just go in with lower expectations to be laughing your um your what off (laughs) what are you gonna say your hat (laughs) (sighs) yeah i would almost say if you go in almost thinking of it as a murder mystery instead of a comedy then i think maybe it'll be like a murder mystery that has some jokes and funny things in it it's true. It actually has very similar vibes to Only Murders in the Building. Yeah, I think, wow, that's a really genius comparison. I think that if you liked that, you'll like this too. And everybody loves Murders in the Building, so interesting. Yeah. Interesting point, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> now you're like the episode wow, where um, <laughs> Zoe is like talking to herself. <laughs> I really related to that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's funny. Well, this has been a really interesting episode. We're, like, changing our, like, kind of changing our own minds and <laughs> didn't appreciate. Maybe I didn't appreciate what I had. I I think maybe that was it. It's, like, especially because we kind of, we're very familiar with this cast. Not everyone really is. And so since we've seen them all in very very funny roles um maybe if you're not as familiar with them going in you won't have those expectations and I guess in a way I also appreciate that these are very funny comedians that actually tried something new with their acting yeah it's true not just like they're not only the comic relief they had different things to do which now I actually also appreciate that fact about the cast too hmm do we love this show (laughs) i guess i guess my feelings were just even more complicated than i thought 
there's more to discuss about this show than I think we even imagined. Yes, it's true. So if you've watched it, let us know your thoughts. I haven't heard anyone who's watched it yet other than Jordan. So I'm intrigued to discuss it. Yeah, I've only been discussing it with one other friend who's watched it so far. And she loved it. I think she really latched on to the the like kind of genre twisty bending going on, which mm-hmm. is a really interesting and unique aspect of the show. So I definitely Yeah, I feel that. Um all right. Well there there we have it for our complicated review of the after party. <laughs> you like listen to us change minds in like in real time (laughs) which i think is um yeah i like it um okay who's your crush of the week this week well we kind of shouted him out already but i've i really got to say dave franco he was so funny um i actually had the opposite reaction to you I kind of assumed that since we already knew he would be killed, I thought he was going to like show up for a second and then never come back. Mm-hmm. So I was actually, he was in it more than I expected. And um, he really has some of the funniest little quick cuts, like the fact that he's in the movie Hungry Hungry Hippos. <laughs> like that was so funny. And like he, yeah, I just thought he did a really, really good job. And also looked ridiculous. Like, he's such a beautiful person. And he had, like, <laughs> bleached tips half the mo- or half the show. And, like... It wasn't bleached. Oh, right. It was it was actually a color. <laughs> <laughs> um, great answer. My crush of the week this week is... I'm going to give it to John Early. I mean, call me Brilliant. a woman... A woman who is very predictable, but I just thought he was, like, a very, like, his character wasn't, like, super um, in your face like his characters usually are, Mm -hmm. but still somehow every single line he said was absolutely hilarious. And even just, like, the way that he, like, the facial expressions and hand movements that he makes are just, like, Oscar-worthy, so... I he really it. he really is just like special like i i want to know people who didn't go in maybe knowing him well already and appreciating mm-hmm. him did he stand out to them too you know because like obviously we're very biased but yeah truly, I, would, I would laugh at him saying like hello yes like and you were so right like even when he was silent and he was just reacting to people and walking around it was somehow very funny and like told Mm -hmm. you so much about this very like not that important character like it was very good um i also feel like i do also want to shout out um sam richardson because he's basically the lead of the show which was really really fun because usually i only see him as the side character um and so and he did. I think he carried the show really well. And I felt like I saw some more like acting come out of uh, Ben Schwartz, also known as John Ralphio, also known as Rejected Jokes, because some, <laughs> me and Taylor were saying earlier, it's really hard to remember his actual real name. Um, there were some moments throughout where it's like he's doing kind of his typical thing. 
But then he also comes back with like pretty good like new sides of him and new acting that I hadn't really seen him in roles doing that before. And so I wanted to shout them out too. Also, I'll add Tiffany Haddish. I thought she did a really good job and Mm -hmm. she was was a a really good anchor presence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It'll be interesting with a second season. Yeah, like, will it be, like, Tiffany and John solving another crime or something? Because that <laughs> was, I would still really be here for that. Yeah, me too, actually. That'd be great. All right, well, Love is Blind and The After Party. What a fun combo. <laughs> Murder and love. <laughs> All just um, passion, passionate things. Yes very passionate um next week we will we're going to be taking a little break because i'm actually going to be on vacation visiting jordan in denver so yay girl meets show is having a um a retreat (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna discuss television (laughs) yes we are plans for q2 (laughs) (laughs) exactly We'll be back the week after that. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.